Hello people, welcome to episode 29 of the When in Yorkshire podcast. I hope everyone is very, very well. This is another double feature uh, and this is the penultimate episode which was recorded at Leeds Festival in 2019. This one features conversations with Hull-based singer Charlotte and my first return guest, the voice and also eyes, it turns out, of BBC introducing Yorkshire and Humberside, Mr Alan Raw. Uh, both of these conversations genuinely show what a great resource and a plat- and platform the BBC introducing shows are. Um, Charlotte was chosen by Alan and the BBC introducing team to play the Reading and Leeds festivals, as were dozens of other bands this year. And this is just one of the festivals that are supported by and that support the show. So, first of all, Charlotte. Uh, in her own words, Charlotte produces soul music with her own modern, accessible twist. Her voice, um, genuinely, my words now, her voice genuinely uh, is, is great, both recorded and live. She's got a great presence, um, fantastic charisma on stage, um, and she's just she's a lot of fun to be around. Um, we chatted about her musical upbringing and how she's been performing from a young age um, in in arenas as well. She's kind of hit the ground running and just went went all guns blazing, um, performing in arenas. And more recently, she's been supporting the likes of Lewis Capaldi, which I'm sure is very nice for her. So um, if you're looking for something new and exciting, do check her out. She's, a, As I say, she's a lot of fun. Um, check out, we do talk about her Facebook and about some of the videos that she posts up. I believe it's now called Content. Um, but yeah, check it out. She's a lot of fun. Um, and the second part is with Alan Raw. Now, this kind of covers the many roles that he has within the BBC introducing team from discovering and choosing the artists um, that appear at the festival, um, specifically Leeds in this case. Um, he broadcasts live, introduces the acts on stage and also takes photographs not only of the introducing stage, but in in order to try and get a sort of, I think he says, a, like a, like a flavour of the festival in general. So he was a very, very busy man that weekend, um, and it was lovely to catch up with him for a few minutes. Um, it's always nice to to catch up with him. He's a, he's a really nice guy, um, and he really is committed to discovering and giving new artists a platform. Um, I think that's plenty of talking from me. Um, I hope you enjoy episode 29 with Charlotte and Alan Raw. Hello, I'm here with Charlotte. We're at Leeds Festival, uh, just behind the BBC introducing stage. How are you? I'm fantastic, thank you very much. I've just just done my set, so I'm feeling great and relieved because I get to get on the beers now. Excellent. <laughs> That's the correct answer. Yeah. Well done, excellent. So um, I first found out about you fairly recently probably about three weeks ago um and i think it was alan raw put a post up and was talking about people that were playing the festival um and i was clicking through a load of them and then i found your video of you i think discovering that you were playing leeds festival um, oh yeah do you want to do you want to describe that uh i'd say it's a piece of art yeah okay um Beautifully edited, yes. beautifully shot. Yeah, uh, it's a piece that I put together when I was on holiday and realised I had no content. Okay. So I got creative. I used all the inflatables that were available to me at yeah. the villa, and 
you know, I just really went for it and I made my own kind of music video slash yeah. announcement post for the festival. It went down a tree. It was yeah, yeah, day. absolutely. <laughs> I, and in a nice way, I was, I was, I was laughing with you. Hopefully, <laughs> if you're laughing at me, I actually no, don't no, care. No, no. <laughs> no, I was very. It was. I found it hilarious, and it was. It was one of those things where I was just like, oh, you, you kind of got you kind of pan across the screen yes. in a in a rubber dinghy, effectively, uh, that, like with a, like a like a like a donut rubber dinghy. Um, and and then it just goes on and on and I, the, the longer it went on the funnier I found it and I was just like I'm right I'm gonna have to listen to some more music now um, and yeah and then I had a great time listening to your to your songs. Oh, I'm glad that you so, enjoyed the music as well. Yeah, yeah. Hard, and then I listened to your music and I was like, oh, a bit disappointed. Yeah, what a disappointment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll definitely watch the video again. Um, so, so in terms of your, your musical um, upbringing and such, how did you kind of get into music? And I mean, if you could go back to your first ever memory of listening to music. Uh, I mean, I know that off by heart because I'm so aware of how I became so involved and so in love with music. My grandparents okay. um, were a soul duo. And wow. it was it was something they did on the weekends, after yeah. work. They'd play gigs in bars, in pubs, um, wherever would have them, just so they could get up and play their favourite music. And that music was soul music, nice. predominantly. Yeah. Um, a bit of rock. Um, but yeah, predominantly soul. So I, I was just given such an incredibly rich education of, yeah. of amazing old soul from a, such a young age, probably before I was aware of it. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah. Because uh, for a while they lived in Spain and at the villa that I filmed that video, right, okay, that announcement yeah, video, yeah. that's the villa that I went to as a child growing up. That's where they lived. And they had a rehearsal space there. Yeah. Which was a gold mine. It was like a treasure chest. Um, all the mini discs that right, my granddad yeah, yeah. had made with all the songs, lyric books with a key that would match up to every disc so you could find the lyrics for the right song and I could nice. sit in there and learn. There was tambourines, cabasas, all kinds of oh. percussion. Um, and it, I just had such a hands-on um, practical experience of getting yeah. into it. When they rehearsed, I would join in whether they liked it or not. <laughs> I learned harmony with them. My grandma did backing vocals and I learned from her. She played saxophone and I always wanted to play. Yeah, yeah. So that that was I was literally spoon fed it and, and I was lapping it up as well like all of my childhood and all I wanted to do was get on stage with them yeah. which I did when I was probably well I think I crashed the stage at the age of three with a tambourine and <laughs> thankfully that was your debut yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was, the debut was with a tambourine but thankfully I actually had the sense of rhythm so okay. they, they let me stay and then when I was six I think I got up and sang a song by myself they gave me that trust and it went nice. down well um, and I just fell in love with performing and, and fell in love in the same way that they did where it wasn't about being famous or yeah. getting paid loads of money. I still don't earn anything from yeah. doing this yet. I, mean, I might never, but um, I just love it. Absolutely yeah. love it. And, and that soul music foundation that they laid down for me, I've continued to build on. Yeah. Um, and it's still kind of at the core of, of what I listen to. Yeah, absolutely. And what I try that and comes make. through. So. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Success. <laughs> <laughs> So, in terms of performing, I, read, I did, did a bit of research for what I could find out, um, and I read that you've you performed as part of a choir. Is that correct? Yes, yes. When I was eleven, it's a children's choir called Voice in a Million, and I think it's still running. Um, and 
it, its core aim was to raise awareness for adoption and fostering in the UK. Right. So, but what they also did was provided opportunity for children all over the UK to be able mm -hmm. to perform at arenas, which is such yeah. an unheard of opportunity when you're at school and someone says, do you want to play at the O2 Arena? You're like, well, yes, please. Let me check my schedule. Yeah, I'll see if oh. I'm free. Um, Put my PlayStation down. <laughs> yeah. So I got involved in that when I was 11 um, and they had an academy in Hull. Right. Because the founders of the two ladies that kind of, well, the lady that founded it and then a lady that got involved are both from Hull and they're friends right. because they went to performing school, performing art school in Hull. So they set up an academy there and in Surrey. Excellent. So it was an, an amazing and rare opportunity to get yeah, involved yeah. in something that would take me outside of, of Hull. Um, so I did and I was with them for three years. I ended up doing solos and we did some incredible venues. Like we did Wembley Arena, the O2 yeah. Arena, Echo Arena in Liverpool, all, all over the place. And what I did an that amazing experience. Yeah, it was, that took me from kind of getting up on stage and singing and kind of hiding behind my hair and not really wanting to perform to yeah. really coming out of my shell and, and becoming comfortable with big crowds. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. has helped this year. Yeah, definitely. yeah. Yeah, so yeah, onto that, you kind of, you seem to be quite busy at the moment. You've uh, got new releases coming out. How, how, like what's what is it that's coming up in the year that you, that you can sort of share with us? Um, well, next Friday I'm supporting Lewis Capaldi. Oh at, wow! At Scarborough Open Air Theatre. Awesome. So, and I did one show the same venue with him a month ago. It was madness. It was yeah. incredible. My social media went crazy. It was like wow. Um, and you know he's been an amazing support of, of yeah. my music and you know giving not just me but a load of new artists the opportunity to support yeah, him. Yeah. It's really wicked. Um, how did how did that come about? Then? That's one of those long-winded answers, to be honest. That is absolutely fine. I'll, I'll tell you why I'm asking. I, now he played Leeds fairly recently with with uh, Ed Sheeran, and obviously doing the podcast, he seemed like a reasonable name to to have a chat with. But he decided that he was going to do Deliveroo in, instead of the podcast. And, it you was know, funny though, did you watch it? Ab absolutely hilarious. Yeah, no, I mean, I have no regrets. I think he made the right choice. <laughs> Seeing him fall off that bike into some wheelie bins made my week. Yeah, he's a, he's a hilarious guy and he does seem to be genuinely down to earth and to, to the extent, like you said, he, that he gives other people a lot of chances that maybe he didn't get or he understands his privilege that he's in and at the even, even the stuff that people don't see like he when he has his support acts on and, and I mean this there is not really any artist that I've supported mm -hmm. that would go down at every single show and watch the full support yeah. act set he, he had three support acts on at Scarborough he watched every single one of them wow. and he's got what three point something million followers and he yeah, posted yeah. and tagged every single one yeah, to give them nice. a platform it, it's, it's, and he's not doing it for any other reason than he, no, he likes the music. He thinks that we're worth hearing about and he's supporting people. And in a similar ethos to somewhere like BBC Introducing, he's, yeah. he's doing that himself as an artist. And like, I, I just think he's a really wicked guy. He's yeah, a great yeah. guy. So that's next Friday. So that's going to be wicked. That's, yeah. Um, and then I'm actually going to LA for a while. Wow. Okay. To write my next project. That seems like a nice place to go and, and write. I mean, it's just like Hull, really. Yeah, I, I often hear it being compared. Hollywood, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I can see the comparisons. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> it's the same. I've definitely been to Hull, so I... Uh, You've I'm, basically uh, been yeah, to LA, yeah, then, yeah, you know. Yeah, same difference. It is the same thing. It is. Um, fact. <laughs> so <laughs> um, so in, in terms of your, like, 
performance-wise, where can people catch you? Is there have you got stuff coming up that, that people other than other than just that little gig with um, Lewis Capaldi? Small one next week. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, in in Yorkshire um, or anywhere, I haven't got anything coming up at the moment. And the next thing I've got is the first of September. I'm playing Notting Hill Arts Club nice. on a lineup night with new musicians. So that'll yep. be loads of fun. And this ticket's still available for that. But in terms of shows to catch me at. Um, I've got a support tour that I can't say what it is, okay. but it's before the end of the year, and yeah. I'll be going all over the UK. Nice. So people should keep tune, an eye on the social medias for that in the next maybe month or so. And okay. headline shows is probably going to be next year um, because I'm going to be working on new music, and I'm really determined to get uh, you know a project that I'm really yeah. proud of together and drop it next year. Top off. Brilliant. So excellent. People excellent. will hear if they follow me at yeah, Iron yeah. Charlotte. And, and I guess probably most important question for me is, will there be another announcement video? Can you talk for your previous announcement video? Um, do you know the thing is, is like, I'd love to be going, it's because I'm so skilled at making these videos yeah. and you know, I planned it for hours. Yeah. Inevitably, yeah, probably. Okay. If you've got the time, I guess, <laughs> to put the planning in to write a treatment for it. I think the beauty it. of this stuff is that it's so terrible, but it's it's somehow great. It's and I'm just no, going to keep going it's, with it's, it. It's amazing. <laughs> I, I, I honestly loved it. Absolutely loved it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, we, you're here due to BBC Introduce Him. Fully, yeah. Um, so did you what did you upload your track onto the iPlayer the, not the i is it the, the uploader the BBC the uploader. introducing uploader yeah, yeah yeah and then what was kind of the the journey through from that happening to you ending up performing here so we we obviously knew like before I um, kind of even finished my project that we wanted to have a relationship with BBC introducing yeah. because I've discovered amazing acts with BBC yeah me too yeah I would love to be one of those. Um, and hopefully I'm now, if anyone walked past my set, yeah. that's, that's yeah, usually yeah. how it works. Um, but yeah, so once we had my first single mixed and mastered, uh, we uploaded it online, BBC introduced an uploader, and then it gets into their system, and then you hope that someone listens to it. I think yeah, they, yeah. they try to listen to everything. Yeah, I've spoke, spoken to Alan for the, for the podcast, Alan Raw, uh, and he's very adamant about a big part of, his, of the role is to be able to listen to everything. Yeah. And there's a vast amount, yeah. but he's committed to doing that. And then we got the news... So they they take the opportunity to premiere stuff sometimes. Yeah. So they, they did that with my track. Um, and Alan made it track of the week, so nice. which was, you know, yeah, lovely yeah. to hear. Absolutely. A nice start. Uh, and so that, yeah, that was my first single. And then uh, every release since, and when the EP came out, he's played it, had yeah. the first play, and played it every weekend. And then uh, it wasn't really on our radar to be doing big festivals this summer, just because... My, we released quite late into the year yeah. and the, the the single that gained the most traction was kind of mid-April right so like you know the, the, the announcements for the lineups had gone out for all the festivals it was yeah. like, we'll hopefully be doing these festivals next year if things go well but we didn't know that, that Alan and, and Katie knew and everyone at the BBC introduced and put me forward for Redden and Leeds and then yeah got a phone call and my manager called me and said that I was I was on the BBC introducing stage and I thought he was lying to me. <laughs> <laughs> that would have just been me. I, I, the, <laughs> the first thing that I said he was like he's like you're not gonna believe this and he was laughing. I was like, oh what's so funny? He's like you're playing Redden and Leeds, BBC introducing I just went, You're lying. <laughs> it was like I'm not. Oh, I was like, thank no, you, you are. Or... You're lying to me. <laughs> And he wasn't. He Shut was. your stupid mouth. <laughs> it's become quite quickly apparent this weekend. 
He was telling the truth. Was, yeah, apparently I am here. so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's wicked and and really really incredible that they've jumped behind me at such an early stage and, yeah. and supported me unwavering support every no. week they've been played and we've, I've done a live session at BBC Introduced in Humberside um, and popped in for the main station as well like nice. on the main show and chatted yeah. it's a wicked team of people yeah, yeah absolutely absolutely well lovely chatting to you thank you very much for spending some time and yeah I'm looking forward to the next announcement video and obviously the music can't wait yeah. to make it whatever <laughs> yeah. happens thanks for chatting I appreciate no it no problems thank you very much so I'm back with Alan Raw, first return guest to the Wedding Yorkshire podcast hello Alan hello nice to be uh, back on the podcast yeah, absolutely thank you very much for giving up some of your time um, we're at Leeds Festival um, Alan's here as a multi in a multifaceted venture <laughs> with uh, as a photographer and also dealing with the BBC introducing as well yeah, doing my usual thing. So I introduce the acts on the BBC Introducing stage, uh, along with my co-presenters from Introducing in the area. Yeah. And um, then I do a few interviews. We do a live show from here on the Saturday night of the festival, which we did last night. Fantastic. And fitted in as many live recordings from the stage as we could and guests. Yeah. And uh, I take photos of all of the acts that are playing. Uh, and then also some on the main stage, like uh, 21 Pilots, just a few minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. So, we, yeah, I've spoken to um, Charlotte from the BBC Introducing stage, and um, she kind of highlighted sort of how important it is for her with regards to the, the opportunities that it, that it gave and how excited she was. Um, how do you kind of see the the opportunities that the BBC Introducing stage gives to, to up-and-coming artists? How important is that? Well, uh, it's... It's fair and it's a level playing field and there aren't many of those in the music industry traditionally <laughs> and and so we listen to everything and we choose our favourites and we find ways to share that with the other shows and, and see if we can get opportunities but I think the thing is that you can just send your music from your phone if you like so you just yeah. record it in any means you can and as long as you can get it on the internet and share it on your Facebook or whatever then you should be able to share it on the BBC Introducing Uploader yeah you don't have to make a cover you don't have to do anything else and then from there we got it and then it could end up going through the local show onto on Radio 1 Six Music yeah. and onto a BBC Introducing stage like this one absolutely and it's, it's seems to have been a, I mean I've not been here for a very long time I think I don't even think the BBC Introducing stage existed last time I was at the festival um, as, a, as, a, as a punter as it were um, but it's become a, a, a real sort of institution of the festival and it, there's a real buzz about it, for certainly for the bands. Um, in terms of the people that you've seen this year, how, how, how have you rated kind of the, the quality? I know you've kind of put them forward, but there's a, a bit of added, added pressure performing at an event that has this sort of prestige. Well, you know, obviously I've put forward a certain number of acts, as have all the other BBC introducing shows. I, you know, I used to do them all, but not anymore. And um, <laughs> Uh, the standard's been extremely high. We, the the other shows have been developing uh, as time's gone by. They've got bigger with getting more uploads, so they have yeah. more choice. <coughs> Excuse me. So they're able to uh, they're able to choose really top acts, and the diversity has been good this year. We've had yeah. a lot of different styles of music. I think uh, the youngest person who played the stage was um, under 15, possibly even 12. Oh wow! And we've had people over 50 on the stage as well. And. Yeah, yeah. Uh, music ranging from, I suppose, R&B and uh, grime rap through to undescribable noise, <laughs> uh, but beautiful. Yeah, excellent. That, I mean, that, that's really good to hear that, that you know there isn't um, 
like a, a genre limitation as such. Um, yeah, nice to hear that everybody kind of has a shot. Yeah. And when you've got a band like Fudge, uh, they're not so much on the stage uh, as jumping off the stage. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> they, they opened today for us, uh, 12 o'clock, band from Leeds. And the, just, the, just the way they just the way they open the stage. I mean, these, this is the last day of the festival. Yeah. People have had a fairly hard night. Yeah. I didn't warn them in my introduction. I said, you know, welcome back to BBC Introducing Stage. This might make your head explode. Yeah, yeah and, there could be delicate heads all over. Indeed, and sure enough, uh, they didn't disappoint. There was a lot of um, there was a lot of crowd surfing and jumping around, and a fair big mosh pit developed. Excellent. At twelve in the middle of the day. Yeah, Incredible. yeah. That's that's great. So on the BBC Introducing Stage as well. It's lovely to know that that support is there as well. Because um, there's always the danger, you know, clashes happen all over the place, and there's, you know, there's so many, so many artists that people might want to see. It's great to know that you get that sort of support, where they, people will literally catch you when you fall. Yeah, I mean, we don't have the fireworks, you know. Uh, we just heard some in the background then, <laughs> yeah, from the main stage, and um, and we don't have, you know, the biggest crowd at the festival. Yeah. Uh, but we, what we do have is we have uh, a fairly dedicated crowd who are always there at the front barrier when we start the stage, yeah. who are there to see something new. Yeah. A lot of them are involved in the industry in some way, and they they need something new. You know, in the same way as we do, you know, our my radio show would be pretty rubbish without the music. That's, so, yeah, yeah, that's and the stage point. would be nothing without the bands. So we, we really need to, to see that talent, find that talent. And of course, we have a responsibility to look after the people who are doing that. And yeah. one thing the artists always say is when they come to the lead stage uh, for introducing, they always feel very, very welcome. And they yeah. always feel like the people are here to look after them. But more importantly, we've, we're there to support them and make sure that they rise to the occasion and do everything they can. And then we just catch as much media coverage of it as we possibly can so that they can use it in the future. Absolutely. And yeah, as I said, the, um, my experience of going to the to the backstage area, as, as it were, for the BBC introducing stage is everybody was everybody was so happy. It was it was very relaxed, very chilled out. Um, they were being looked after very well. There's some fe more sofas than there are in the press area. That's true. I might have to bring that up. <laughs> there, there was a lot of sofas which were very, very comfortable. And at the time that it was that I was in there, it was a lot cooler. So I'm not sure quite how that's worked out. So yeah, there's a, the facilities I would have to say are top notch. Um, so well, we've got yeah. a lot of young people to look after, yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know we've got we've got people who who are travelling between Reading and Leeds. Yeah. Uh, possibly, I mean, one of the acts. It was only their third ever gig. They're not used to it. You know, they, they, we've got to make sure that this is yeah. a really good experience. Absolutely. Because we want yeah. to carry on doing it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, if you found that sort of calibre of acts that you want to put out in the public, yeah. uh, live as well, mm. um, how do you make that decision? So you've got somebody that's uploaded something onto the, uh, onto the uploader, you've listened to it, obviously that's recorded. How do you decide whether that translates live and that you want to give that that position to them? It's very difficult because we do have to just go by the recordings really and okay. we can't see how old somebody is when they upload. Yeah. Um, people often say oh you don't have enough older people on or younger people on or whatever depending on their position yeah. but we don't, can't actually see how old they are. Um, all we can see is the basic information that the artist gives us and uh, go by that. Now we try to get to as many gigs as we can yeah. and see the artists as well so we wouldn't normally put somebody forward unless we'd had them in session okay. and we'd seen them play. Uh, but other shows, you know, may just get blown away by something and put it on. Now, if you look at the artists that I put forward for this year and the, and the artists that we had on, Talk Boy uh, yeah. have one of the best songs I've heard in years. Yeah. Obviously, they're on. They're very, very talented. There's loads more I could say about them, but their awesome songs are super. Well. Brings back Home Alone 2 memories for me, so I'm, I'm all with that. 
Fudge yeah. are just incredible live. Yeah. One of the best live bands I've seen in a long time. Where, Charlotte, where did you see them first? I had them on at 360 Raw with uh, oh, Richard yeah, Watson yeah, over yeah. at 360 the, the Club. The London room in yeah. the, in, at the library in yeah. Paddington. Yeah. I do, a, uh, I do a, an event there once every month or so. It's not as regular as a month. And it's just myself, uh, Ian Cheek from Ian Cheek Press and Richard Watson from 360 Club yeah. uh, work together to just showcase some artists and give them a lot of support. And you DJ? And I DJ, yes. <laughs> if you can call it DJ. I, I put tunes on in between. Yeah. We'll go. We'll go with that. Yeah, and uh, I put them on there. They, they were incredible. So I know they're one of the best live bands I've seen. Then you have somebody like Charlotte, who's got one of the best voices I've yeah. ever heard, and I reckon the best voice at this festival. So Marsicans, a yes. band who have worked so hard for so many years that they're now one of the most professional bands at the festival. We had them on at Glastonbury on the introducing stage five years ago. Yeah, you know they, they they're superb. They headlined last night the Saturday yeah. night of the festival on the introducing stage because we knew they could and they're that good so it's different reasons for different bands yeah. different artists absolutely and, and Marzikans um, I've only heard of them recently um, I enjoy them very good I haven't seen them live um, but I know that they are making noises and um, the, the guys the, the photographers in, 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 the, in the press tent there was quite a few that wanted to go and go and see them as well for their live show as well. Yeah. So they clearly know how to, to put on a show and it's something that's going to be a bit like visually stimulating that the, that the photographers want to go and see. So that's, that's well, I was actually a good surprised at how many well. people were there as well yeah. because it was ten past eight on a Saturday night in Leeds Festival with all the big names. Yeah. And I'd started the radio show, um, started at eight o'clock. So then got to you know time that they're on and we thought. Let's just take the show onto the stage. So I, I ran onto the stage with two microphones, so the stage mic and my radio mic, and we just introduced it live on the stage. Nice. And I, it was just that moment where I reached the mic with just a... I had stuff going on in my ears, in my headphones. I was thinking about what we were going to say. I was going to be thinking, how will this work on the radio? And then I just looked. So many people. Shitload of people. So yeah. many people. I was that's, just blown away. That's got to feel great as well. That yeah. you, you've made that decision and it's paid off to that extent. Oh, and then at the end of their set, I got Christian Carlisle from the Sheffield show to come on with me yeah. to back announce them and say that's the end for tonight and make sure people came back 12 o'clock to live fudge. Yeah. And there was even more people. So they'd been dragging <laughs> them in as the show went on. It's a yeah, superb. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, that's fantastic. Like, lovely when stuff like that pays off, yeah. I guess. Excellent. So is there other, you've mentioned quite a few names, mm. and I'm going to listen back to this, pick, uh, pick a few of them out and stick a few of those in the When in Yorkshire playlist on Spotify, any of that I can find. Is there anybody else that you feel sort of deserves a shout out from the festival this year? I thought the Loose Cut were very good, uh, opening the stage again, and that is a hard gig. Yeah. They did it very well. Um, I thought that Feet very good I can't remember which region they're from okay but I'm it was the best geek dancing I've ever seen and geek, okay. geek dancing, yeah. <laughs> and but they sounded like the Happy Mondays yeah and looked like Shaggy off Scooby Doo <laughs> but I was really entertained and Excellent. they can really play Excellent. the drummer's great yeah, yeah. I, I imagine he's as jazz trained as a drummer yourself yeah, yeah as a drummer yourself so I reckon he's jazz trained you know he's really yeah, good yeah. and um, nice. and yeah apart from that I think uh it's hard to say. Mina Rose was very good. Yes. Very okay. different, very good. Her DJ is very talented guy as well. And uh, Inca Opendo, very okay. different on, on there. She had two microphones, one with a huge reverb effect on it, like a big drifting ocean of a reverb. And uh, she was uh, using a laptop, which 
only just made it to the end of the set because of the heat. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> it was uh, it starting to glitch. Ridiculous. Mm. Not to complain. But. Uh, Thirty degrees for that. Yeah. But yeah, she was really she, she was really good as well. Mr. Ains, secret set by uh, Drenge, obviously he's always yeah, going to be great. Yeah. Uh, and another secret set by Billy Martin, who I've just seen in the front row watching um, Twenty One Pilots while shooting them. Uh, so yeah, it's good to know that the artists are also massive fans as well. Oh yeah, good good to see. Excellent. Well, it sounds like you've had a, a great festival. You've, I'm looking forward to seeing the photos as well. You've been shooting a lot at the main stage, as far as you've told me. I have. Now, there's one last person to mention yeah. when, you, when you say photos. Okay. Youngblood. Okay, Youngblood yes. comes through my show, um, did the first session with me, and it was just him and an acoustic guitar and me holding, putting a mic in front of him. That was about a year ago. Yeah, he's um, gone crazy. Yeah. Actually, it was 2017. 2017. Yeah, yeah. And then I got him as our headline for the... Uh, live at Leeds, BBC Introducing Stage, right. uh, at Porto, two years ago. In a Porto? Yeah, yeah. I can't even... There was that many people, I, I introduced him on the stage and I had to stay on the stage so I couldn't get off. Yeah, yeah. And then he's just played the main stage yeah. here. He's, he's uh, as far as I understand, he's just he's done something with Travis Barker yeah, yeah, and Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. Uh, and there was, some, there was some stuff going down in LA on top of buses. Yeah. His latest single's just been B-listed on Radio 1. Yeah. And uh, I think he's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. So I took some photos of him on the main stage. Um, I put it with all the rest of the photos. Uh, and it's nice to be able to put on, you know, like a photo of Scum, who were like uh, aged between like 12 and 15, something like that. First proper yeah. gigs, you know, alongside someone like Youngblood, who's on the main stage and still localised. Yeah. So That's you can amazing. see all of that if you just go to the Leeds Fest 2019 album on the BBC Introducing West Yorkshire Facebook, which is BBC Intro WY. There's, there's the photos. If, if the artists listen to this and yeah. they they want them, have them. That's what they're for. That's amazing. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for your time, Alan. I will let you get back to your very busy schedule. <laughs> Cheers. Thank <laughs> you very much. Thanks, thanks. So there you go. I I genuinely enjoyed chatting to everybody. Um, for the podcast and at this festival in particular it, it was a really great experience as I said they've got one more episode that was recorded there um, another conversation that was a lot of fun but but these two were just it was it's always lovely to catch up with somebody who I already know um, and so it was really great to to speak to Alan but Charlotte was just so full of energy and clearly having such a great time at the festival that it was really nice to kind of be around that so I hope you enjoyed those do check out Charlotte um, and the BBC Introducing site for your local area and further afield if you're feeling particularly uh, adventurous. Um, links for all of these, as always, are in the episode description here. And I've added a couple of um, Charlotte's tracks to the When in Yorkshire playlist on Spotify. Please do check that out. Um, as always, share this with anybody that you speak to that you think might be interested it's genuinely appreciated anybody that listens. So thank you very much, everybody. Um, enjoy whatever you're going to do for the rest of the day, evening, etc. And good night.